Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, but I am not a scruffy-looking nerf herder. On this beautiful Star Wars day, that must make me the COO, the other co-founder, the other co-host of this very show, U.S. Comics Cast, that is coming to you live right this second on Facebook, on YouTube, and on the purple site, Twitch. And it did not take three million people to boot me off the show. It only took harsh, harsh words from my dear Brother, three million. I know your trigger words. They would have me on the stand for all of 30 seconds before Charlie started blubbering, giant tears, heavy anime tears, just dripping out your eyeballs uh, while you're sitting there trying to look all wounded. Uh, oh my God, there is so I, I, much happening. John, I don't know if you know this. Mm, uh, but I have yet, I, do. I, I have yet to star in a DC film, um, and yet I can muster up some tears uh, on demand, which is one skill set that one Miss Amber Heard doesn't see. She could drop a deuce on a bed, unlike uh, I, I probably couldn't muster up the strength to do that. She drops but, more grumpies than Walt Disney himself, and he's uh, dead. But he's just ahead. Where do his grumpies even come from? His neck hole? You, you reminded me of something right before we went on in yeah. our little pre-show meeting. You Tata reminded tip. me that there is Amber Heard reduced to 10 minutes in Aquaman 2, and people are saying, uh-uh, that is 10 minutes too long. Let's get this southern mucker out. Well, can um, we so reduce now that somehow to negative one minute? Look, I mean, it, she, it, it has not been <laughs> since... In my expert opinion, probably since um, OJ, that a court TV docudrama has been so much uh, of fodder for conversation. And people are still not even sitting around at work wasting time. They're going out of their way to like chit chat with each other and talk about this court case as if they were getting even a cent of the tens of million dollars that are at stake. It's just listen, I, I don't know about dog. the fifty million versus a hundred million. <clears throat> I know Jennifer knows the vibe of the show, calling What's us up, out Jen? for being crazy. Uh but <laughs> yeah, I do words know are actionable. I do know that Aquaman two uh petition to get Amber Heard knocked out is now three million and one strong. Thanks to your boy uh, because we are in the dawn of the the cancel apocalypse. Every damn thing's getting canceled this week. Canceled have you like seen? Crazy, have you seen? Like, if there was any doubt that the Warner Brothers merger that we were talking about last week was going to result in some changes, they were like, Superman needs to be prioritized, and fuck everybody else. They are they are just taking the shears. Brothers, Legends Warner, of Tomorrow. 
Legends of Tomorrow has been on for like seven years, and it got it. It was on a, ended on a cliffhanger. They're like, nah, get the fuck out. Pack up your bullshit. I know not, you're not, not mourning the that least at all. Of cliffhangers that are just left fingertips gripping the edge of the mountain face. Um, look, you want to talk about uh, ten minutes being too much? Seven years. That's too much. What a what a piece of grumpy that freaking Legends of Tomorrow show is. And they had certain things on paper that I was all about. I said, "Oh, you're gonna give my man uh, uh, Brandon Ruth an- another another bite at the apple. Good for you guys. Way to be." Uh, and that show was just just hot. Hot garbage. I talking about hot, hot garbage. Hey, what's I up, do, Brian? I do not what's like up, the Ellis? vibes. Uh coming off of our Facebook chat. I'm gonna need <laughs> Ellis, the Twitch chat. Ellis is dropping the... truth bombs. No, like he is a you cannot invader. retroactively cancel Smallville. Ellis on this high holy day. Ellis, let's figure is, it out. That is equal parts comic book day. Also, as well as May the 4th, you have the audacity. Damn straight. How dare you? The only thing. Ellis, as the resident, resident Star Wars Uber expert. Look, if he says something is to be so, like as if he was on Star Trek, if he says make it so, then on Star Wars Day, if nothing else, if never again, which is likely the case. Sorry, Ellis. But if never, if on no other day. Today is the day. Look, Ellis is in charge. I, Sorry. I do not like this notion that we're gonna we're gonna let Ellis run rough shot on this episode. Yes, that's right. But you know what? I'm not the CEO for a reason. John, have any of the cancellations really surprised you? I mean, there's talk that like Flash might be on the chopping block. I'm gonna throw it to you. Um what what no, did no, you no. hear? You, you cannot serve that fucking meatball over the net to me. All sloppy and dripping wet and nonsense. That's off. a that is a dry Who, meatball. Who's canceling? You're talking about uh, uh, you're talking about the Flash TV show. No, what I'm asking you is I. That's a rumor I heard that that Did might you? be on the chopping block. What I'm kicking to you is what do we know has been canceled this week? Well, I mean, I think I I do know that we have to be very um, cautious when we bandy about certain names and certain terms because the Flash <laughs> movie. Um, as as Charlie alluded to with a little uh, yuck yuck that didn't happen, um, that uh, you know our our, our man uh, uh, they Ezra Miller yeah, has been getting person. all kinds of Hawaiian trouble. Um, so with the Flash movie that he's obviously the star of, that's completely the it, it's the it's the cornerstone of everything that. DC is doing as far as like their their version of the multiverse. So we've got Doctor Strange two happening in literally hours from now. Don't say they're going down the multiverse. I'm not saying that. Look, I'm strong. I I got my chip. Uh, My sponsor (laughs) is on speed dial. I've been holding one day at a time, bro. One day at a time. But um, with Doctor Strange two literally just about to happen and. I mean, with Loki, they've they've already kind of gotten the multiverse ball rolling, so to speak. But Doctor Strange two goes goes like full penetration, full allegedly full goes ham. deep uh, into the multiverse. Um, so Flash, I mean, if there if that's its uh, uh, contemporary, if that's its counterpart, 
They cannot fucking flat, uh, cancel that movie unless they go, they do some new shoots and he comes running out of the Speed Force. Oh, I did it with 17 Batman, another Flash, a Supergirl that doesn't look like any Supergirl except if it was on fucking Univision maybe. Um, and then he runs out and he's a completely different cat like Grant Morrison actually finally gets uh, his shot on the big screen. <laughs> Grant Gustin. Gustin. Grant Morrison is no, a very I, popular Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to okay. see. And I want to put him in the 1990s Velvet Fog yes. Flash costume. No, no, no. I clearly meant Grant Gustin. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Charlie. Don't ever correct me. I told you before. There but, it is. We're trying to get that anger up. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, no, cancellations are uh, are a damn plenty. And it's it's been tough to to pay attention to again with so much that's going on right now. Moon Knight wrapped up today, Ugh. straight fire. Next uh, week we mentioned catch up fuckers. Uh, Next yeah, week yeah. we're going heavy spoilers. We don't we, we almost never do this, but here's a little bit of our speed force uh, throwing at you. Um we are definitely going to be talking about Moon Knight as a series uh, next week. We're definitely going to be talking about Doctor Strange 2. And we're definitely going to be talking about one other thing that Charlie and I have not discussed. So be ready regardless because spoilers are going to be hitting you in the face. The spoilerage um, will be heavy. Yeah, yeah. The spoilers are going to hit you like you were Dave Chappelle just minding your own business telling some jokes on stage. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, but yeah. So, so again, you had mentioned... You mentioned Wonder Twins, uh, be, basically me dropped. Not on that the show, one, but we talked about it in the pre-show. Wonder Twins I, ain't I gonna you, be doing shit. You literally just talked about it. That was like the first thing you were talking about with the, with the uh, DC. The no DC sir. Shake-up. All right. <laughs> but yeah. it's a great one. Were you excited at all about Wonder Twins? You grew up on Super Friends, and they were like very ham hocked in there to be like relatable mm. they're you're all children aliens you, you mentioned legends of tomorrow that's my bad it's okay um yeah so so it's interesting for me and i'll throw it right back to you uh wonder twins was one of those announcements that kind of had me sit back and go huh because uh dc had established if nothing else, <laughs> the fact that they would, didn't know themselves what the fuck they were do, what they were doing. It was like rooting for a sports team that had no clear direction. Are they in a rebuild? Are they chasing the championship? Uh, do they just want to put asses in the seats and sell like Cheetos dusted flavored popcorn? Like they as a franchise, they seem to not know what the hell was going on. And nothing was more indicative of that than the announcement of wonder twins because even uh as you had mentioned i am a cartoon uh, cartoon boy of the 80s uh so they were like second wave of super friends maybe even third wave because second wave was like the the minority wave like oh shit we have we're using too much pink in our uh color scheme right here we're gonna need some browns and some blacks and a couple of yellows in there um so so they might have <laughs> that been board meeting after. as they're putting down the cigarettes like can we be super racist with all of them can they like, all accidentally be how, how, the most racist how will these dumb dumb kids even know that now <laughs> we are uh totally enlightened with our characters so what we'll do is uh if it's a black character we'll make sure that black is in their name someplace 
Uh, if we have a Native American character, definitely have him being as naked as possible. Actually, it's funny. That could be a topic in and of itself. <laughs> Literally all of the ethnic characters that they introduced in Wave 2 were all half-butt naked. Like, what the fuck was that all about? El Dorado, which is a place, not a name. He was, um, uh, he, he was a no-shirt. Freaking, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, um... God damn it. Uh, the, My boy the, Vibe? The, the, the grow Vibe, dude. Only, two panels I, of I will Dave Chappelle you right now. Uh, anyways, uh, we, uh, that wasn't the topic, so I, I don't have a list. <laughs> but literally, you can go back and double check. All of them were half naked. Samurai guy, no pants. Not even <laughs> legs sometimes when he went super fast. Um, uh, black, black Lightning, Black Thunder, Black whoever. Um, but regardless, I think the Wonder Twins ended up being... Like wave three, uh, blue monkey running around and like they're <laughs> aliens, but like they have literally the worst powers. So to me, even as a kid, I looked at the Wonder Twins like, as like, oh, this is no, this is like for comedic effect. So like what Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, even Aquaman, they, they're doing serious business right now. They're not they're in. Uh, that's the no fucking around t- team. Whereas like you have like Zan and Zayn are like, hey. Bucket of water, giant fucking eagle. Like, dude, his sister put his powers to shame. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was I a real my... Rivera Brothers dynamic <laughs> of what they could bring to the table. I I'll let people straight, decide who's. Straight comedy. That's what I thought they were going with because <laughs> yeah. they had been accused of being like too Nolan esque uh, in their, in their <laughs> uh, installments. So then movies like Shazam rolled out and like he was cracking wise every five minutes and it was relatively successful uh so i figured oh that's what they're gonna lean into they're going for the yuck yucks yeah and, and i thought that was gonna be like a comedic movie uh but if i'm being totally honest i so really couldn't gives, care less i mean it feels it feels almost identical to the batwoman cancellation i don't know anyone who is watching batwoman mm. and the the rub of that is they had their original actress leave they restructured the show to introduce a new uh, woman under the cowl um, who apparently was doing a good job, but I didn't see one trailer that gave me gave me any sort of desire to sit down and invest um, my hard my, my hard and limited time to peeping out Batgirl. I love that character on the on the comic yeah. pages. Uh, yeah. I love the I, I, you and I differ because I really do like if Batman's good, Batwoman will be good too. Where's Nightwing? Where's Batmite? Uh, I'll take the whole the whole Bat family. Uh, I think what a character like Batwoman potentially does is it gives it recontextualizes a character we all know like Batman because she is in essence Batman Junior. But um, again, Aren't I don't the know twenty seven who- Robins already. Batman None of them have TV Junior. shows except isn't, for two of them. Isn't Batgirl enough of an estrogen-heavy Batman? Well, Batgirl's not like, out yet, and ugh. you know I I I tend ugh. to be patient, no, but, but I I'm think saying, like, like the character existed already. Like yeah, what uh? Well, that you have to blame comic book companies because they're like put the bat on it, Bat might Bat wing, uh, yeah, Bat but, warrior, Bat boy. But, but, but as it is, so so all right. So the comic book company did that. But if you're a comic book movie or TV show maker, 
you're under no obligation. Be like, well, <laughs> they printed it. We have to make a fucking multi-million dollar I just show or movie it, about it. That's so trash. I just find it crazy that Batwoman was made before, like, a Grayson. Before, like, sometimes just looking at how diametrically opposed, you know, Marvel is with their selections and DC. And I understand the concept is, like, budget and whatnot, and it's easier to do a Green Arrow-type show, but it still just seems utterly nonsensical to just be like, okay, Bat Lady. It just... It's insane. Chris Kattan is Robin. Brian, I'm I'm with Brian, Brian all day over on, on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, yeah, I, I I cannot see a Chris Kattan Robin project happening. Um, uh, I'm a little bit with I'm a little also. bit with Jennifer though because Jennifer yeah. on her Facebook and and again guys we are live so make sure you throw in your opinions. She says they need to make a T a Teen Titan live action film. The Teen Titans are a wildly easy to market crew and to relegate them to a questionable hbo max series and it wasn't hbo max when it started so it doesn't even get the the cred of a higher budget it's not an hbo show it's just playing on hbo correct you you there's have there's there. there's tremendous potential with a lot of dc properties and i don't think any of the ones that fell this week are ones that I would be one. I'm I think surprised that, the show's existed I think at that all. You actually hit the nail on the head. It's this new direction. It's it's um, it's actually rare uh, in fucking uh, in Hollyweird where a, a producing group says something and then proceeds to do exactly what they said. What they said. I mean, look. Obviously, we're we're big Superman marks. Uh, so if you ask either one of us. We would say, yeah, no, he needs to be kind of the central point of your storytelling. It doesn't he doesn't have to be involved in all the stories because that gets very boring very quickly. But if you if you exist, if you have any character from the highest to the lowest that exists in a world where Superman's a reality, you need to take that into account. In the same way, and I'll give Netflix credit because Netflix was a Marvel those were Marvel properties, but not made by Marvel and they were done so well. The Marvels, uh, D- Disney Marvels, like, all right, let's scoop them up. Yes, yeah. clearly, uh, clearly, they resonated. Um, Daredevil existed in a world where all the Avengers existed, where Thor could, was flying around being dragged by his hammer. If we're speaking honestly, um, actually, he doesn't fly; he gets dragged by the hammer. Uh, but they they make reference to it, like, look, there's this is a world in which all this shit is real. Now we're going to be operating on a different level. So that's what DC needed to do. But they at no point had a collective vision. And even now with their the most successful of their uh, entries, Joker, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, uh, the new, the new, the Batman movie, which I thoroughly love. Like there's no love it. distinct connections. So to come out with one project, if they were to announce tomorrow... That they're like, here comes Grayson, the series. I would have no fucking idea to what Batman that Grayson belonged to. Yeah. I would not know what actors I was going to see interact. I didn't know what directors I could see involved. Fuck, I wouldn't even know what the soundtrack I could, I could damn expect. And that's a big one for me. So what I think is that DC is doing themselves the biggest disservice by not establishing clearly 
kind of like what's the they're they're clearly establishing a game plan i think now is the time to share it whether it's gonna be with the the flash movie because again in flash we're getting michael keen's batman and we're gonna be getting batfleck we are getting um we're getting all kinds of stuff and it's not just fan service this clearly needs to be a a map to say hey fans we know that you love x y and z Black Adam. What fucking world does Black Adam live in? It's not even entirely clear, except for the for the costume to a degree, if he exists in the same universe as yeah. Shazam. Like I they have made no yeah. distinct connections, and that's where I'm at. I'm just old, and I don't want to have to think anymore. See, I'm 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 the total opposite of you. I think all of these separate projects can work i think we can work around uh henry cavill's wow schedule um, i think where there is a Doesn't will there is a, a way lot of warhammer also i mean listen i don't have time for him to be painting shit that's the bottom line he jen knows jen on facebook knows better than the rest of us but uh ultimately i think there is room for everything because i think it is as simple as a cast announcement you're doing the batgirl series Michael Keaton's in it. I I know Michael Keaton's in it. I know at least part of the jumping off point. I don't need everything spoon-fed to me um, forever. It's been my main complaint about Marvel is that... It makes too much sense? They grip too tightly to... Well, because inevitably the same issue happens, which is like... Now any problem that Thor doesn't show up to, I think Thor is an asshole. Because it's like, bro, Ant-Man's getting pumbled well, that's by his, a giant bumblebee. That's Thor's, uh, uh, his character arc. He Fair is enough. an asshole to a certain degree. Fair I mean, the enough. The fact that he's very clearly into Star-Lord right now, there is a tremendous Our Flag Means Death vibe happening on the starship. Um, so Groot needs to cover his little adolescent eyes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, cousin Paul is joining us. He's he's watching from YouTube. Uh, DC hurts my brain. Paul, I get it, man. I, Not me. I, I, I think it. you're both old and that's also and, accurate and sad. But if with you dead, can't handle, sexy, and that covers a lot of ground, my friend. If we get films, the quality of the Batman, the quality of Joker, uh, I don't need shit to always connect. And if it sometimes wants to, so goddamn be it. Have well, so, 12 Batman running around. Have 13 Jokers running around. Have four Harley Quinns. I don't give a fuck. But have it make sense. It can't just be like, it yes, cannot it can, be a fine. Halloween costume costumes are different. party where they're all running around like, oh, 17... Uh, Batman showed up, but only 11 Jokers. What are we going to do? Listen, uh, John, here's the problem. They don't want to put before the goddamn, like, DC logo, they don't want to put, like, Earth 2112. That's all you have to do. All you have to do, I think that's the perfect middle ground for nerds. You fucking bring a little in on the back of your ticket stub. is a little cheat code. Tells you who's in what universe, and we're good to go. Or, or, and this is a crazy thought. Don't do it. Sit down. No. With comic book creators. This sounds hard. And they will show you how to connect threads because comic book writers have been doing have they they've been playing this game and winning for decades and decades. They would come down, "Hey, congratulations. You've been doing a great job on Daredevil. Guess what? Now you are on Fantastic 4." And this son of a bitch 
or a daughter of a bitch would have to scamper around, read a ton of back issues and say, okay, hmm, so this is in essence where we've been left off. Ah, I've got a great idea because I'm such a creative person and we're going to take this character here. That Those are called arcs in comic book land. There's no reason why that shouldn't work on the small or big screen. All I know is that DC has a lot of damn work ahead of them. I and just if they don't, don't know. watch their ass, Charlie. If they don't, don't watch know. their ass, they'll all be canceled. Yeah, thank thank you for stomping on my punchline as if you had something so important to say that I pumped the brakes like I was driving Christine and I was headed into a a, a pile of nuns crossing the street and I'm like, oh no, Charlie's got something so dynamite to add. Oh, this dropping is gonna be amazing. Uh, John, were you going to say DC is going to be canceled next? See, yeah, man, I was going to say that shit. You Come know on. you're slamming on the brakes. You're giving me the face I'm used to when you want me to finish your sentence. So you take your awesome trucker hat, soon to be available, over on all of our social media, at yeah. US Comics HQ. You get your money ready because we want it. And yeah. we want it damn soon. I can't help but notice more people are watching the show that have liked or commented, which I find disrespectful, uh, and I don't like it. So the Take least the you can do and immediately insult them. That is my brother. He knows all about <laughs> merchandising, but not so much about pleasing the people. But I still you love know him. what? I still if love the people, him. if the people want to be pleased, they can go on Amazon and buy the products necessary <laughs> to be pleased. My dear brother. Yeah. What you want to talk about today? Bitch, I want to talk about one thing. When Charlie says he had no intention of stomping all over my whack-ass punchline, he is one thing and one thing only. And maybe on this day of all days... On this high comic, holy day? <laughs> damn straight. Uh, it's comic book day for sure, but it is also Star Wars Day. May the fourth be, uh, may the fourth be with you, Charlie, today and every day. Um, but the truth is this, just like George Toyboy Lucas, you a damn liar. My Jesus Christ superstar shotgun, a uh, shotgun, shot glass. Says so. Holy shit. Cheers. That is a hardcore production. Clink. Salud. Oh no, that got real warm under my light. <sighs> you had like basically a, a hot toddy. Exactly. Good Lord. Oh. What was the planet Ooh. that uh, Vader got all crispy on? That's the that's the when you take a Han shot and you heat it up. That's what we'll call it. Ellis, you're a nerd. Tell us what planet what it was. What was the planet? Mustafar. Mustafar. Be like, how do you want your how do you want your solo? Do you want it over ice? That's the Hoth, or do you want it Mustafar? Um. Due to recent comic stylings, Charlie has officially been canceled. You know what's sad? Charlie was expected to have... He's gone. He's gone. He had a a, a solo movie in the works, and that was immediately going to be followed by like a 12-episode series uh, direct on Paramount TV. Why they went Paramount, I'm not entirely sure, because Picard was wrapping up or some damn shit or another. Um... But yeah, there's been so much, so much crazy stuff. And you know what's really funny to me, at least, 
uh, is the fact that um, here we are with plenty of time to prepare, plenty of opportunities. We talk almost, I mean, we talk, Charlie and I, incessantly, whether it's on the phone, whether it's on uh, FaceTime, whether it's via text. Sometimes we send each other the little letters that are all folded up to look like an envelope, <laughs> but it's actually just one piece of paper, and you open it up, and Charlie's like, do you like me? Yes, no, uh, maybe. Like, there's plenty. Always no. But yeah, I mean, you know, I got to keep it real. Uh, but there's plenty of conversation. Here we are on this blessed Star Wars Day, May the 4th. And um, it's literally just occurring to me that I'm pretty sure neither one of us are talking any damn Star Wars whatsoever. And Here's the, uh, the problem. The Ewan with... McGregor trailer dropped today and it's full so fucking good. glory it was so good here's the problem though everybody would expect us to have a star wars themed episode but that would involve me not thinking this week was next week <laughs> and telling you that we had to do the show not on wednesday until about tuesday at three that's accurate. when i realized what day the calendar said that's accurate yeah air go through the power of uh the empire we were led into this pickle that we now find ourselves and also since not enough people rate comment and subscribe on all the different platforms you can do for the podcast that drops every Guilt wednesday them. just guilting them uh, right and left like a jewish mother you know we uh we we can't get the word out enough and thus john is sad late at night so it's your fault everybody just hugging just... myself to sleep the dog's right, first like, all, move people... over that's my pillow People, um, yeah, you're, uh, right. you're right. People should not. However, I will take under advisement for 2023. Uh, we will push legislation to make sure that uh, May 4th, all theaters must legally show all Star Wars films in order. Mainly because I won't have to Unadulterated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean unadulterated, buddy? That's getting sexy now. Uh, Listen, just because I can avoid... Leia made a man out of me. I'm not ashamed. If anybody knows it, God bless her. Uh, Ellis, you're right. All six of them, uh, just four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The real set of Star Wars trilogies. Uh, Poe Dameron, full life. This just in. For the first time ever, an individual has been canceled brought back to life and re-canceled within Yay! the same broadcast. Charlie is a history-making motherfucker. Um, but the truth of the matter is, look. Um, look. <laughs> Very deep in thought. Yeah, I mean, all joking aside, there was something that occurred uh, relatively recently that I, that I did want to make mention of. And um, history-making is probably as close to a Channel 2 news segue that i can uh that i can Mustard. possibly make regarding this uh this topic so the thing i want to talk to without bringing us down because we're having a good time yeah uh, i'm gonna keep it live i'm gonna keep it up i promise um comic books and creators everywhere hollywood um anyone who has quite frankly an imagination and also a sense of purpose and when I say sense of purpose, I'm not just talking about telling stories that have been floating around in your head or playing a game of, hey, you know what would be cool, like Charlie and I do, uh, creators like Ellis, who's with us. Um, I think I even saw Stan the Man pop in and out. 
Uh, certainly Tomcat's here. Tom puts up a, a dope podcast. He, he does cosplay to another level. Um, I mean, we have creators. We have artists with us in this room right now. They all definitely know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the loss of the great. If comic book creators had a Mount Rushmore, and we first should. and first, mostly... I would not put it in the Black Mountains because that was already a safer place, but we're not going to get into all that. Uh, if we had a non-denominational Black Mountains uh, to put a Mount Rushmore for comic books, um, Neil Adams would be there. So uh, Neil Adams, just to, to paraphrase uh, someone else's words that are far more eloquent than mine, uh, a trailblazing comic book creator. We lost him at... the much too young uh, age of 80 years old he still had plenty to say uh, and I'm talking about artistically and also um, as a as a real life everyday hero because for all his uh, amazing accomplishments on the page on the comic book page four color funny book uh, writing that we love so much and that has inspired this show everything we do at us comics and most if not all of our conversations and basically 92 percent of movies and tv shows that are made right now um he was a hero in real life he saw injustice happening he said na 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 son i'm not gonna sit back and let that bullshit happen because bulls fuck with cows they don't fuck with me uh so so again to anyone who doesn't know um, who doesn't know the name Neil Adams, you, you definitely know his work. If you're a Batman fan in particular, Oof. you you know his work. I mean, um, I wish that friend Jordan was here because he could definitely back me up. Um, considered by, by many, if not most, as the quintessential Batman artist, as like the guy. At the very least, uh, any true Batman comic book fan would have to put him in his, in his or her top three i would say his batman was so distinctive as a athlete right you looked at the way he was drawn that he drew his batman and you're like this dude could kick my ass but he could also wipe his own ass we were yeah. just talking about uh, uh ed mcginnis and i love his his shading but his characters are bulked up his characters look yeah like mark mcguire ate sammy sosa and it's like yeah, put me to the bed is my guy. Uh, just like those dudes were not athletic looking. They were Jack Diesel. Neil Adams, Batman, would whoop your ass and like saunter onto the dance floor, cut a rug. He would do you what he had to do. You can tell by the way I wear my collar. Oh, my God. Man. Unbelievable. You know, what's what's really, really interesting about these moments and over the last few years especially as we're unfortunately hitting a time where a lot of these icons are getting older uh and where we're unfortunately going to have to say goodbye to people who meant a, a tremendous a amount to us um what's what it gives us an opportunity for that i don't think we take enough time when people are alive unfortunately it gives us an opportunity to celebrate these absolute tremendous men and women who have done so much for not only comic books, but a lot of times the comic book community and Cousin Paul uh, over on YouTube with a great drop-in. 
Neil Adams, a giant and a legend, a champion of creators' rights. His impact and contributions to the comic book industry cannot be overstated. It is, in fact, a great loss to bring some uh, more specificity. I do not know if that's a word, but nah. he would forgive me. Um, to, to make it a little bit more specific, back... Uh, specificity, I think, is what they, you were looking for. Thank you. Um, in 1975... He went to the leadership at DC and he wasn't mincing words. He demanded that they help pay uh, the medical insurance costs to the writer artist team of Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, who Creator signed away, who, who signed away their rights to the Man of Steel back when that was common. No one I mean thought that these characters were going to be evergreen, let alone live hundreds of years. Superman as the first as the first character of that type, obviously there was no precedent established with like, well, this is going to be something that's tossed away tomorrow. So uh, how could they have possibly known? Even if they were adults, they wouldn't have known. But the fact of the matter is they were children. These were teenagers yeah. when Superman was created, uh, you know, on their watch. Um, and, and look, you know, it, Sometimes what they say, like uh, game recognize game. So if 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 Neil Adams had quote unquote just been an artist, which I realize is a stupid sentence to say because his work is patently beautiful, body of work um, incredible. He's also a goddamn creator. So just real quick, I mean to keep on the Batman tip, um, you know he had uh, an iconic run with uh, Dennis O'Neill. So I don't want to leave Mr. O'Neill out of the conversation but batman was literally just coming off of like that kind of campy uh, uh adam west uh show which don't get me wrong revitalized the character in and of itself brought an entire new uh, audience to the character and you know now they were hungry very similar to kind of like the harry potter uh, yeah. um line where like children got brought in and as those children became more advanced and they aged and they developed more uh, more, more kind of adult taste. The writing and the storytelling evolved with them. That's in essence what happened uh, in that Batman era, coming off of Adam West. But uh, then they went ahead and they took that content and improved upon it. Um, you're talking about a, a, an individual who created uh, Man Bat, created Raja Ghoul, created Talia Ghoul. Um, he revamped Green Lantern and Green Arrow. Uh, damn, invented John Stewart. Who, who I, I sent you the link and I didn't want to allude to it for fear that you'd steal the point. Um, has an outstanding animated um, uh, animated DC. That's the one thing you cannot deny DC does well. Their animated features are straight fire. They do really, really good work. And I say it's because the animated fucking features follow the comic books that they're based on. They don't bring in some Hollywood nitwit who doesn't know comic book material and says, ah, you know what would be good? Superman without the cape. Let's take the lame red panties off. What are you talking about? You don't know the character. Let's have him snap Zod's neck. What? <laughs> Read a comic book, dum-dum, then sit down to pretend to write it. So here you have the DC animated features. They're amazing. They do a great job because they, they follow closely to the heart of the source material, even if you have to make certain plot points, if you got to do some trimming, I'm not naive. I wasn't born yesterday. 
Um, but the, the bottom line skin. is this. Hey, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's because I don't get any sleep. That's when wrinkles happen, folks. There's a little inside information. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the bottom line is Adams is just a consummate creator. So I think, again, game recognized game. He's sitting back. He's like, I'm a creator. I'm not going to be robbed. If they can rob the creators of Superman in the comic book business, what chance do I have who is also creating and, and uh, uh, drawing in the comic book business? What chance do I have? Of being treated fairly so absolutely um, the bottom line is he went to bat he saw an injustice and he said damn that shit not on my watch and he stepped up to the plate and that's what heroes do that's what heroes do I think you if you're gonna tell hero stories or Shiro stories you've got to have a little bit of a, a cape wearer inside of you that's that's yeah, how I, feel, I, man. I think I, I think everyone else gets exposed, right? Like if your soul is completely manufacturing things um, that you wouldn't do in those positions, I, I, I think it's certainly a, a, a longer journey. I'm sure there's examples of it. I'm sure there's sure. some scumbags who created some amazing shit. Um, I know for a fact there are some US comics. How dare you? How dare you? I'm not so in a bag. Um, one thing, though, that I think doesn't get talked about enough is he almost single-handedly, um, he almost single-handedly remade, forced the comic book code to change for the better. And yeah. yes, John, I know Jen wants you doing a whole series of videos on your she's, beauty routines and tips. She's just speaking for the people. She's I, you not know what? I respect it, but what's amazing is uh the, the of course i don't have it in front of me but uh but you know red arrow i, I believe it was speedy uh, at the time is his name but speedy being on drugs speedy all right open now we know why it, it literally kicked open the door for stories to mean so much more than just the tights and capes antics and what i mean by that is again a preview for what we're going to talk about next week. Moon Knight and series like it means so much to me because ultimately they're talking about the human condition. And yeah. sometimes to talk about that, you can't be vague. You have to be specific. Mm -hmm. You have to get deep in the weeds to talk about addiction or to even talk about bad decision making. Any of it. You sometimes have to dive deep into something specifically fucking heroin being talked about the original creators of the comic book code their heads would have spun off their fucking bodies like, they absolutely you can't even talk about the animal horse much less the drug horse what are you talking about i i just think you know you talk about absolute legends you talk about mount rushmore quality talent so he, he together and we were talking about mount rushmore damn straight uh, another undeniable head on, on Mount Rushmore would be Stan Lee. Nobody yes. could argue that, right? So uh, here you are, Adams, together with Stan Lee, they created the Academy of Comic Book Arts. This was in 1970. Uh, eventually, he would become president of that organization. Now, as an organization, look, as a single voice, as a, a, a main talent working in the industry, you've got clout for sure. Right, that's the reason why 
uh, to use like a sports uh, a sports analogy to the situation, guys like uh, like Max Scherzer, who's New York Met, gotta love that. Um, but like literally one of the best in the game, top three pitchers in the game. Uh, we actually have two on the Mets, but I'll get at you about that later. Um, as an individual, absolutely, he can walk into any room. He's the big swinging dick at the moment. However, as an organization, now you're now you're really carrying water. Then eventually he would go on to become the president of that organization, and uh, you know, you know, literally their entire uh, purpose was to fight for writers and artists' creative rights. That's what they did. How many times are we going to hear that same uh, uh, a nonsense story where a creator comes in as an employee? does something that contributes so greatly to source material that was not there before them and has now amplified that creation to something greater than it ever had any, uh, 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 you know, even an imagination land, an idea of being what it is. How do you say that? Well, that's not worth X, Y, Z, even just in terms of credit. You know, we were talking about Batman, the Batman creative uh, story, fucking Bill Finger, should have should be on every little kid's sheets should be on every pair of underoos should be on every plastic faced costume that they sold for years for decades and decades and decades and was not it was really only until very very recently that the proper credit has been thrown his way um everybody wants to talk about bob kane bob kane didn't do it by himself and, uh, you know, much like a lot of the creators and the great minds and talents in this industry, it's very difficult to do it by yourself. So most don't. I even had to drag Charlie kicking and screaming to get anything damn done uh, with U.S. Comics. And it's uh, still a work in progress. So, uh, look, the, the bottom line, because, I, again, we do, we do want to keep the show up and fun. And um, while certain things that come up like this are important to, to Charlie and myself personally... And obviously to, to the fans, uh, rightfully so. The bottom line is without creators like this, A, or the medium would not be what it is. It would be less than. Uh, still pretty good, I'm sure, but nowhere yeah. near as wonderful. As, there'd be a as, lot of WB superhero shows. You're not kidding. There'd be a lot of, uh, there'd be a lot more Teen Titans running around and Legends of Tomorrow. Um, but so his son, Josh Adams, he eulogized him really, really well. So I'll, I'll leave it with that. If that's okay with you, Charlie, Absolutely. uh, Josh Adams, uh, his son said his career was defined by unparalleled artistic talent and an unwavering character that drove him to constantly fight for his peers and those in need. He would become known in the comics industry as one of the most influential creators of all time and champion social and creator's rights. When he saw a problem, he wouldn't hesitate. What will become tales told and retold of the fights he fought were born out of my father simply seeing something wrong as he walked through the halls of Marvel or DC and deciding to do something about it right then and there. And I said it before, I'll say it again because I think nothing, nothing speaks more to the truth of the matter that's what heroes do. You cannot write a hero. You cannot draw a hero in action if you don't have a little bit of hero inside of you or at least wish that you could be that certain thing. But the thought 
still has to germinate in there someplace. This is a cat who drew them. This is a cat who wrote them. This is a cat who conceived of them because he was himself one of them. That's all I'm going to say. Neil Adams will be greatly, greatly missed. Uh, I can only say that I appreciate uh, that we had him for those 80 years that we did. And um, look, all we can do is keep our eye on the horizon for that next Neil Adams without ever forgetting the original. Yeah, rest in power, sir. Uh, the one, the the one additional thing is Neil Adams uh, knew when uh, when business needed to be done. So let's pay some bills, John. Uh, rest in power, sir. John yeah, made a good point. I'm going to uh, keep the good times rolling. Uh, in about 25 minutes, I'm going to play you one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite bands. And that band, of course, is Bad Mary. You can follow them on all social media over on Bad Mary Band. New music dropping. New shows being added on the daily, nightly, and ever so rightly. My favorite thing is if you have a streaming music network, a service, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, any of that good stuff, you can find the entire discography of Bad Mary. Bad Mary Band, follow them today. Show them those love. If you have a couple shekels you want to throw their way, you can support them over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. John, yes. Helping us keep the lights on in this joint. Oh, my God. Sometimes questions need to be put out there. They require, nay, they demand an answer. And you only have a couple of seconds to do so. And that question, Charlie, is so simple. Where are we dropping with Sergeant Finesse? Find him gaming on both Twitch and Facebook. Multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content. Supported games, yes. Co-streams, mm-hmm. Giveaways, sure. Contest, don't be a sucker. Check them out today. If you need to pick me up, though, mm-mm-mm, do what I do. And also, Neil, follow the white rabbit over to sneakenergy.com. Mm-mm-mm. Gulp, so good. Oh, delicious. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, like maybe you were able to do the Kessel Run, not necessarily faster, but also as well as shorter, than what had previously been done before. Thank you very much, Solo Standalone, for clarifying that bullshit for us. Go over to <laughs> sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh merch, check out geeksunleashed.com. Use code S-A-R-G-E at checkout there. When the Sarge is on deck, mm, you salute. He's actually down in Florida right now hunting for the new... Lazy. Uh, HQ for Sergeant Finesse and new bunker. I think that's going to be the toughest... Uh, toughest thing for him to do is to find uh, a new dope house for him and the whole finesse clan, but also one that has a, 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 a low enough water table in Florida that you can sink like 30 feet, uh, 30 floors into the ground. A new bunker. I mean, he's got uh, he's damn got his, his work uh, cut out for him. Yeah, Jen, the sneak. Mm, 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 keeps me going with some dealing with some Charlie bullshit. Jen, we need you to drop your favorite flavor of sneak in the comment section so people people know mm. we're financially supported by the Sarge of Bad Mary. Damn You're straight. just a bystander. We want to know your favorite flavor. Bystander Let us slash know victim. In the, well, yeah, it's kind of both. Mm -hmm. John, speaking of victims, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of accusations. That sometimes when the big two, or or really any 
comic book company, any showrunner, uh, any movie, any anything, for God's sakes, when they try to what some people call shoehorn mm. in characters that aren't white, blue-eyed, black-haired, muscly men, <laughs> let's be honest, for about 90 years in comic books, every motherfucker without their mask on looked a lot like Bruce and Clark. Like there was a, well, a very they were trying to rip off Superman. Like they were making I can't even... intentional attempts. I don't think it... racism had anything to do with it. It was all I capitalism. Th I think uh, uh, Jennifer coming through neon punch is the flavor you need for yourself this week. Uh, I open this to our people on Twitch, on Facebook, uh, on YouTube. If you're just listening to the audio version, or let any, us know. Yeah, any of the, let any us know your favorite. Versions flavor and uh and maybe john will gift you some who knows oh, yeah probably not but it could happen we john... can do a shaker we can do like a the variety pack little packages yeah we'll keep you up all nothing. night like me or I what we'll do slept is since 2004 and sneak is the reason why and also that's why his skin is so good damn uh, straight i happen to be one of those people that when AEW announces a new wave of their action figures and four of them are tan out of the six, and I'm like, that person comes with a Puerto Rican flag, that person comes with a Mexican flag, that one's Ricky Starks, one of the sexiest motherfucking men on earth. Um, I can't help. I was going to purchase those six figures regardless, but when they're my people... I might buy two packs. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm They're... a full-grown adult man buying toys. Yeah. And when I do, I want that brown plastic. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Plus, saying. Didn't you get the notice about, like, no more plastic? And the actually here in Jersey, they literally just went into the, uh, uh, like, I know in New York, no plastic bags has been kind of yeah. on the books for a while now. Here in Jersey, they, they, they were like, nah, we'll give you a bag. You want 17? Fucking Jersey, always five 20. years behind. Yeah, except that I went today. They had little num-nums, little sn snacky-nacky. And they were like, nah, no bags for you, sucker. I'm like, all right, can I have a paper bag? They were like, nah. I'm like, what? what, what? I, I, I didn't know. They were like, we don't give a fuck. We ever been pulled over on the, on a, on the New Jersey uh, Parkway? Yes. The, the I didn't know excuse, they don't give a fuck. Fuck, they are dressed like powder blue and yellow Nazis for a reason. She I said, just oh, you didn't bring your own bag? Well, you know we're not giving you a plastic one, and now we're not giving you a paper one either. Go like this. Yeah. And she's like, plunk, and just put them down in my hands. Oh, my God, what a rude awakening. Here Charlie is, he just wants brown plastic, yellow sure. plastic, purple, but peach plastic. Like a real American, I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, for me, there has always been something. There has always been something really, really special. Sour apple's good too. About seeing someone who looks like me, or sounds like me, or if you go back to '99, a little show called Extreme Ghostbusters. A Ghostbuster had my last name. Like, I, I, what? I fucking need. Put that in my veins. There good, is something about characters. Question. I know New York has the gambling online now also. Yeah. Did anybody have the parlay <laughs> bet in on Charlie that somehow, some way, talk about shoehorn, that somehow, some way, 
Charlie was going to shoehorn not just AEW, the <laughs> wrestling promotion, into this comic book podcast, but also as well as the Ghostbusters. Extreme Ghostbusters at that. That is... I mean, who's that taking is, that under? That's got to be paying 5001 <laughs> That was... Oof, magoof. I wish that it was not like an insider <laughs> trading situation because I definitely would have bet it. Charlie... That's that. Thank you. That is well. That is well, impressive to, shit, bro. To stay on brand, I happen to be absolutely fucking yes. ecstatic that my girl, American Chavez, uh, is about to to debut in Multiverse of Madness. Sixteen-year-old portal making uh, a multiverse splitting badass salsa uh, dancing. Yeah, about to show up. Um, what's fucking awesome is something I normally am not a big fan of. Um, but in this case, Marvel really hasn't beaten me over the head and neck with it yet. Uh, she not only is proudly rocking a Puerto Rican flag on her back, her name's not only fucking America, uh, she's also a lesbian, she's also a lady. Um, and she typically seems, lesbians are ladies. Just first and first, mostly. If you think, if you think, if you think in 2022, I'm going to assume I even almost know the fucking different identifiers, bitch. You have you're tripping. Um, I happen to bad. be very, very excited. This is a 16 year old character, um, whose sexual, whose fictional sexuality is getting multiverse of madness banned in some countries because they don't want to see gay shit China. let alone gay shit from a brown girl china Big... said said no that if that's in there then you cannot air the movie here and marvel to their credit said all right and they're yeah. just not they're they're taking they're biting that millions plural of dollars plural bullet to say well this is the movie this is the character yeah sorry that you don't like it but we're keeping it in and what that's i the what i was sending out so you can't show there it just won't show there one thing i really love is like just six five or six years ago there were movies with like shoehorned scenes where randomly they go to china for a little bit to get that extra china revenue uh the last batman movie randomly he's like gotta go take a quick jaunt to china in my bat boat machine um what i wanted <laughs> i'm pretty i haven't seen the scripts so the i can't say machine? definitively but no it's the bad machine positive that wasn't uh, a direct quotation i'm almost positive bad machine um mm. what's what's really really You're getting the khaleesi <laughs> face right now that, that's all right my last season's gonna be terrible anyway um the the fucking the the thing i <laughs> Sorry, sorry. The thing I love, I love that you have a Star Wars prop handy. Um, hell of a gift. Hell of a gift from a hell of a brother. Um, the, the, I have always been a proponent of representation matters. Uh, when it can be done somewhat organically, when a character just happens to be things and it's not the centerpiece of a film, um, all the better. Her being a big part of Multiverse of Madness, one, makes a hell of a load of sense if you know the character. Again, she punches in and out of different realities. Um, it, it just lends itself perfectly to be a second, third, or fourth 
level character on a Doctor Strange movie. I'm really fucking excited. And if the trailers are any place to judge from, it seems like we're going to get a lot of her in the flick. So I want to just start there. Um, with our slight age gap, I always wonder, does this shit matter at all to you? Is seeing someone that that could be at the next family barbecue does that matter to you beyond like oh that's cool because for me it really fucking revs my engine i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very honest i pay right you now. to be honest which is i mean that's very dishonest of you because you just don't pay me i pay um, you happiness but like i said you don't pay me so um you you actually said a, a mouthful when you prefaced it by saying when the character, which is, you know, that's a joke for another time, um, <laughs> organically, right? I think that when you, and this is a term that I throw about because I see a lot of it on the day-to-day because -day, I'm very judgy individual. I realize <laughs> that. I admit it. Uh, I admit it so no one can use it. Uh, they can, can't not weaponize it against me. Say like, you're a junji son of a bitch. Um, if it's ham fisted, when it's jammed in against my will, uh, regardless of how well intentioned it might be, I'm going to, I'm going to fight against it. I'm going to push back. I'm going to nitpick it for any tiny little shortcomings that, let's face it most uh, creative endeavors have if you look deep enough you can see the cracks in the mona lisa that's the truth of the matter bitch ain't got no eyebrows a lot Freaky. of people think that it's actually a self-portrait i know i'm very excited about that proposition i bet you are i bet you are you're the Vinci kind of guy well you're gonna see the charlie lisa at the end of the episode <laughs> oh man <laughs> cannot wait um but that all being said when something is done like that organically there, you're right. There, there might not be, um, there might not be anything better. So, like U.S. Comics again. Oh, all right, we're fighting over the. There you go. Um, so, so U.S. Comics currently we sit at a, exactly a fifty uh, character roster, and I'm proud to say, if anybody asks, yeah, our our roster is pretty damn inclusive. It it does not look like a family reunion from one side of the world or another it's it's a pretty well uh representative of the story that we're telling organically though right so when i sat down and i wrote the template for the world the the, the you know, bigger world the universe that this all exists in everything has a reason but when we were just talking about the batwoman show right so the yeah. batwoman show uh, it rolled out initially, and I, her, her name escapes me. I'll look it and, up. And uh, it shouldn't because she is very talented uh, woman, beautiful woman, all well and good. She was replaced by another beautiful woman, uh, talented woman, but they could not Ruby look... Rose. Ruby Rose is the original. And then, and uh, jo I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. I apologize. Knock yourself out. Uh, Javicha Leslie. Definitely Javicia. wrong, but that's okay. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll take the complaints in email format. So I call her Ja. Them. So sure. Um, however, that seemed to me maybe the least the least authentic 
change that they can make. That seemed to me like change. Specifically Batman, Batwoman, you mean? Batwoman, yeah. The Batwoman show. They, they changed from one actress to another. Now I realize Ruby Rose walked away. She wasn't fired. She wasn't replaced. She wasn't asked to leave. She said, no, this suit hurts my back. There's other shit I want to get to do. I didn't think it would last this long. Whatever the case might be. They made such a distinctive, intentional change without ever justifying it. And I realize they did not uh, wake up on that morning, Monday morning and expect to have to replace their lead. I get it. But they made such, uh, again, hand-fisted attempt to just like say these things are the same. They're not the same. If you're going to make a change, make it. Knock yourself out. Look, I think Batwoman is a redundant character to begin with. But if you're going to do anything with her, because we all know, I hate, hate, hate characters like that. Are just like cast-offs from another character. If a character is dope, is amazing, is great, fine. Take that character and run with it. You want to have inclusion? You want to have representation? Come up with something new. Come well, up with something new. If they said, oh, this is Lady Doctor Strange, and then gave us this character that we now know as America Chavez, I would be having the same exact conversation. But they didn't do that. They said, here is somebody new. And yeah, well, just, granted, she yeah. doesn't look or act or have the same background as a great many or majority of other characters that are running around in that world. So is this something fresh, something new, something different, something that is a, a positive to the to the greater comic book community, two hundred percent, absolutely. So I would say that this version, the way that this is approached, smoothly, silkily, with a little bit of finesse, that's the proper way to do it. Dead gummit. Sorry to use that kind of so, language, but I mean it. So just because I, I think this is one of those rare opportunities where something uh, on paper. I think a lot of people would say like, oh, this is the sort of stuff that's more Charlie cares a little bit more about this than John does on paper. The idea, not the idea of inclusion, because, again, you just stated when crafting your own universe, it's it has to be important to you. It has to be. Um, you have to be all inclusive because I, that's I just the, the world you live in. I just want to specify one of your favorite stories of all time, Secret yeah. Wars. Iron Man in that was not Tony Stark. Um, was in fact uh, the man who used to rock the war machine armor. Brody. Uh, how did you feel about Rhodey? Uh, again, knowing how you feel about mantle changes, how do you feel about Rhodey as Iron Man? Was it organic enough for you? Did it make sense enough in the story that you were like, this is so, fucking rad? So this, I was a child. I was a child. I was a single digit little fidget running around uh, in 1980, whatever, 83 maybe, give or take. And uh, I'm loving Secret Wars. I'm seeing characters from other titles. Yeah, that's right, Paul. That's right. I'm serious when I say that, Gummit. Um, so seeing seeing uh, characters from different comic titles interact for the first time ever, like that was mind blowing to a little, uh, little fidge like myself at the time. Now with all of that stuff going on, and we talked about this last week with the smartest man. In, in the Marvel Universe, plucking space garbage out with a claw and slapping it on a little poor teenager and saying, hey, you'll be fine, sure. Paul, you want to pay attention to this? Reed Richards is a real jerk in Secret Wars. <laughs> giving a goddamn space blob to Peter Parker. And These are pants of, now. Oh, unbelievable. I'm going to watch you put it on. 
Why, mm. Peter? Because fuck oh, you, Peter. read, read, read. But that all being said, with all that stuff going on, and I'm a child growing up in Brooklyn on the Brooklyn-Queens border. You were basically when, Peter Parker. When that, I was. Uh, I also sold photographs to a newspaper. Um, when, when Iron Man took off that armor the first time, and there was that scene, and it, scene, there was, uh, we should reference it, probably we can do this probably in post. There was maybe two panels where Iron Man takes off his, his armor to be fixed after a fracas, and you see Rhodey's uh, skin color. And he specifically says, oh, Reed, are you surprised to see a black man under the armor? And he's like, no, I'm a fucking genius. Nothing surprising me, dum-dum. But at little little old John, little old baby me, I said, I, I was surprised. I'm a little eight-year-old racist. I did not think that Iron Man was a black guy. That's the panel. There it is. Uh, I'm not he's lying. Like, he's like, yo, Reed, are you surprised, motherfucker? That's not at all. Pretty, pretty positive that down. wasn't the direct, uh, the, the direct dialogue. But you get what I'm saying. So I mean, Reed has a great line, though. This line, if they said in a movie nowadays, people would be like, fucking Hollywood's a bunch of cucks. Because Reed's response is, no, never gave it a thought. I knew there was a man under there. Dude, that was 1983 version dope. of I Don't See Color. Shut yeah, up, Reed. Was, Get the Reed fuck was, out of here. Reed was woke as a motherfucker while slapping his wife. Well, you know, like everyone's two rooms a mix. away. He's like, right in stop looking at Iron Man. Uh, so, but but that being said, as a child, as a child, I realized what had happened. I said, hey, you know what? I'm not Mr. Fantastic. I can't stretch for days. I'm not brilliant. I can't make a goddamn su- a wonder car or fantastic car, whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, that for some reason had had a Dodge Hemi uh, under the hood in one of the terrible Fantastic Four oh movies. Oh my god! Again, so sorry, Paul. But um, as a kid, I thought I I I I was surprised, huh? And it gave me food for thought. And they did that in a single panel. They didn't preach. They didn't talk down to me. And I'm a child. <laughs> You should have been talked down they, to at I, the time. Yeah, like I should be spoken down to now. That all being said, the way that that was handled in 1980, whatever, was so chef's kiffs yeah. perfect that honestly, I think that that might have ruined me for this current age of pounding fucking these points into my head that I already get. I understand. Yeah. Look, we're populated with some mouth breathers out there. Not all, but there's some. There's some out there, and they don't get it. But I got news for you. Even the pounding version, the ham-fisted, trademark patent-pending version, that also doesn't sink in. All that really does is annoy individuals like myself. Yeah. And I don't want to be annoyed. Just if you're going to do it, do it. Ellis is right. The 80s were peak human civilization you're I, damn I don't, right i don't totally disagree because what what sometimes i think lacks is that nuance to just contextualize it a little bit nuance is the perfect word i know thank you i'm done show over we're going off on a high no uh to contextualize a little bit i didn't i don't love Ironheart. 
because when she was advertised as a character, it was like, here comes Riri Williams. Great fucking hair, cool enough suit. It was a little too streamlined for my aesthetics. She, but looked, they were like, like, uh, she looked like Echo. Echo? Maybe? I'm is bad at th- this. Is where, this is where my suit? skill is falls it apart. But suit? It sounds right. My issue was in early conversation via magazine at the time, they were like, she's smarter than Tony. She's cooler than Tony. Ironheart is not only the new Iron Man, it's going to make Iron Man look like a dipshit. And there was something about the conversation around Riri Williams that put me off so much yeah, to the sure, character sure. that it's just it's it's diametrically opposed because to America. The or... un, the unstated part of that sentence is she's she's more than Tony. She's this than Tony. She's that than Tony. Dot dot dot. And what's not written, but what you're hearing as a fan is, and if you like Tony, you're <laughs> a stupid piece of shit because this version is better. And that's how you lose an audience. Now, Correct. look, if you want to have uh, Tony Stark's successor be whatever you fill in the blank, yeah. that's fine. That's that's creative privilege. That's you have a story to tell. Tell your story. Knock yourself out. But you do not need to burn a bridge behind you, throw the, the baby out with the bathwater, insert whatever terrible, awful, violent analogy that you want to in this place. But there's a way to do it properly there's a way to do it without offending anybody prior and there's a way to do it where you're not where you're not like standing at the at the mountaintop beating your chest like look what i just did aren't i great smelling your own farts you're like Mm-mm-mm. that would go that fart would go so good with a nice chablis maybe something in the 70s like what are you talking about be smooth be better just yeah. be better at what you, you do you know i ironically it was a movie albeit an animated one that i think did it the best as far as and i know yeah. you really really <laughs> really hate mantle switching um but uh spider-man into the yeah. spider-verse spider-man into the spider-verse is the most in my opinion to date it is the best execution of like hey now you now the main character you've always known is going to be brown and it's not the character you grew up with but he's also as well as very much as much spider-man as your spider-man into the spider-verse does a masterful job that the comic book equivalent can't even light a candle to ellis brings up another great point which for ellis on star wars day i'm gonna pretend happens all the time but ellis brought up the fact that it's not too dissimilar to the simpsons gag Whenever Poochie is not on screen, the other character should be asking, where's Poochie? Some of these characters come into vogue or or are introduced and immediately become the center point to a universe or a multiverse by sheer virtue of trying to get them over. Now, I tell you all that, and we don't have too much time left on the clock, John. What I really want to know is your feelings on the direction of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There are people writing articles daily and nightly about how they think a woman uprising in the Marvel films is not only coming, they think it's coming soon. They think that uh, what started with Captain Marvel, which some people 
state her as a as a classic Mary Sue example. Uh, that the big Avengers Endgame uh, femme fatale moment when they were all kind of together and whooping that ass. We got Jane uh, Jane getting the hammer in the next Thor movie. Um, there is a sense that potentially uh, the, the women are going to take center stage and not give it up anytime soon. Uh, do you Have you gotten any of that vibe? Uh, having not read those articles, when you sit down for those films, are you like, where the white men at? Uh, or where are the guys at? I personally haven't really gotten a sense of that. I certainly feel like they're prioritizing some women being full-fledged fucking characters, but it's never felt to me uh, as ham-fisted as what the comics have dabbled in over the last decade. Um, the, the short answer, uh, because again, I, I know that we're up against the time, uh, and again, I'm going to reference U.S. comics. I'm not, I'm not pushing us uh, onto anybody who's not interested. But uh, just, just so that it's clear that in the creative process, it is a thought, right? So if you are writing, uh, if you're writing an event that affects a swath of land, let's say it affects all of the tri-state area, right? You're writing a story that occurs in New York. To then say that it only affects guys named Charlie, <laughs> uh, you know, who are in their mid-30s, even though you wouldn't believe it due to his toy selection, um, who are allergic to peanuts. But, like, all the characters that they end up selecting and writing are Charlies with a lot of toys who are allergic to peanuts and at no point are they like, you know what, this only affected Charlies who are allergic to peanuts who have way too many toys for a mid-30s cat. If at no point they say this, well, this is the reason why, then that's bad storytelling. Just bad storytelling. So we've well established, if you listen to some back issues of this podcast, we know my feeling on derivative characters. I loathe them. <laughs> I loathe them so much that I then in turn root for the bad guys who sometimes are derivative characters. Very, very rarely, man. Bad guys do not take that path. I mean, if there's going to be a lady Loki, it's the same Loki. He's that. That's just how he rolls. Like uh, the, the, the quote unquote bad guys, they do it best. In my opinion, I hate derivative characters. The problem is, is that when they do this new thing, this new tread, if like, if you liked Iron Man, you're going to love Lady Iron Man, is that they're all derivative versions of a male that existed prior. Again, I'll say it again. For anybody standing in the back that didn't hear it or heard it wrong or just got triggered for whatever reason, <laughs> I do not like that. Not because there's a male or a cis, or a, 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 a white character that's being replaced. That's not at all what I'm saying. You want to do it, knock yourself out. That is your toy box. Play the game you want to play. Tell the story that you want to tell. But do it with a little bit of suaveness to it. All right? Don't say, oh, it's just she version or lady version or whatever the fuck they do. 
and say, look, aren't we great? Aren't we wonderful? No, you're not. You're unoriginal. You're insincere. And I hate your stupid face. <laughs> be somebody that's a creator. Be someone with a legitimate story to tell because that's really my ultimate point. I think that it is insincere. So you want to say, look at all the female characters that we have now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Knock yourself that out. That's great. I want to ask you a math question, Charlie. That one single scene in the uh, in Avengers Big Fight McGillicuddy Part 2, what are the fucking odds that you were going to get all 20, literally every female <laughs> character that had been in the story up to that point within the same 10-foot window of space in a giant war against Thanos and his buddies. Well, I just what are the statistical all... odds? I thought pretty high. I thought they were all hiding in the middle, letting the men protect See? them. This is this is why you get canceled daily, nightly, ever so rightly. <laughs> um, it, to me, I I I could not have rolled my eyes more. Now, if you had wanted to put something out and said, oh, like a Planets of the Apes situation with like oh this disease came and it killed all the dogs and the cats now we're gonna have to take monkeys into the house as pets then i can say all right okay i get it so if you want to give all the male superheroes that same dog and cat disease and now every superhero has to be female fine i came on this program and i pitched to you a dynamite fucking series predicated on one of the best comic books that I've ever read where literally all the men on the planet died except for one damn dude. I and sat here and pitched that to people the story, for like though. half an hour. Charlie, shut the fuck up, man. You're not helping me. God damn it, you piece of shit. <laughs> like I was saying, the entire planet was women. I the, Great, that's outstanding because that was the story. But when you do it in such a way that Ray Charles could see it at night during a fucking, like, uh, he had no contacts in and had died two years prior. If you're doing it so blatantly for effect, then I, I got to say to you one thing. Boo! Be smart. Be clever. Be original. Do it like America Chavez because I cannot wait for Doctor Strange to... Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo! Ah! I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that flick. I cannot wait to see the reality punching through that America Chavez does for multiple reasons because she is a dope original character. Original character. Don't do it. Original character. I will say this, though. Do you, answer this. Do you think Marvel's actually tried to do that? Because I don't get that vibe at all. Like, Marvel's will be a bunch of broads, but I don't think they're trying to, like, overcorrect. Marvel's, I have no... They are. I do think that they are. Yes. Okay. Do you think it's going to be their downfall? No. Or do you think I, that someone I will don't. come through and be like, fuck off, Fantastic Four, three fellas and a broad, X-Men, no. 72 guys, 13 broads. I don't, because again, to take it back to the U.S. comics approach, which is how I always like to do it because I'm a self-promoting son of a bitch. Fact. Um, when we're sitting down, we're writing our characters, we say, look, you look at the world's population, it's basically 50-50. So if you're going to tell me that I'm creating superheroes overnight, 
the sheer fucking math says to you half of them are going to be female. Yeah. And then you have your further brackets. Okay, we're going to have X amount of this, X amount of that, a couple of these, a couple of those. That's how you take something that's fantastical, that's otherworldly, that's magical, that's mystical, that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. And you add a little bit of reality because, look, you want to tell me this person can fly halfway across the world? Fine. You want to tell me they can punch a building halfway across the fucking state? Okay, no problem. You can turn into a frog. That's really cool. You can poof the realities all day long. Outstanding. Sign me up. Who wants my money? That's great. But if you're going to tell me that they all look like they're the same fucking Brooks Brothers catalog family picnic for the 4th of July special. That catalog is in the mail right now, by the way. Um, I'm going to say no. I Look, I gave you all that other stuff. But you cannot have everybody look the same. doesn't make a difference if it was like it was in the 30s or if it was in the 2020s now where the trend seems to be going a certain way. There's always going to be pushback. There's always going to be corrections that need to be made. Um, so like Lady Thor you mentioned, look, she's not Lady Thor. She's Thor. Yeah. And, and there's a comic book justification. There's actually two versions of... Uh, of Jane Foster as Thor. There's two of them, which a lot of people don't even realize. I have no problem with that. Knock yourself out. Bro Thor is doing his own thing in the space. Look, he's got his work cut out for him. Let let uh, Jane Foster Thor do her thing. I think it's going to become very, very clear. That is not derivative of, as far as I'm concerned. That's a wholly original concept america chavez a wholly original concept i'm all for it but if you have these derivative johnny come lately's you lose me you lose me automatically fair enough well we'll see you next time when we talk all things she hulk john's next favorite disney plus series just kidding uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for playing along. Those of you that joined us in the chat over on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Good chatting. Good chatting. We love you. Uh, every week the chat gets a little bit better. You can join this party every Wednesday at around 8 o'clock. Not next week, though, because I'll be at AEW. AEW. Until then, though, you Two all references. have a job. You all have a job to do. That's like, that's comment, that's subscribe, that's hit the share button. If you're not subscribed to us on one of the audio podcast systems like iTunes, do us a favor. You don't have to listen to it. Just subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Randomly, we'll pick some. And I if mean, we can get a hold of you, I'll give you some. Like, I'll, let you, I'll let you pick a toy. I'd much rather them read, comment, and subscribe than listen. I'll send you sneak. Because they could watch us. You could see our beautiful faces live every Wednesday night. The audio version, live and free every Wednesday. When it's Wednesday at 12 on the nose, you got yourself an episode. But, John. Yes? We've made the people wait long enough. Let's drop them with some tunage. What is the only way that we end this and every episode of U.S. Comics cast. Mm -mm -mm. It is so simple, it's almost stupid. First, you gotta turn the power boop on, and then you gotta turn the volume and you gotta ooh, tune bad Mary in, open up the window wide, and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl, you non derivative summer bitch. We out.
is the morning now. The world did not come down. We've gotta face the shit we've done. No more Facebook likes, no more instant spite. We've gotta face.